Yo, so uh, anyway, did you guys shoot this weekend? No. Nope. Oh, we were home hanging out. Yeah, for those of you guys who are listening, this was the weekend where Ophelia came, mm-hmm. arrived to, to New York City. You guys, you guys didn't shoot this week in the middle of fall. Oh, thank, thank God. We were in our couch watching TV. But was this by design? <laughs> was this the, was this by design? Or no, was just... no, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. We we actually did something petty. A, a, a group of us looked at all the inquiries that we received, <laughs> and we're actually thankful that none of these brides hired us uh, for for, for these that weddings. Weekend? Yeah, because oh that would have been horrible. Yeah, we. It was a complete shit show for I think all of our weddings. Um, and there was a lot of weddings on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, yeah. I was on Instagram stories. I was like, oh, another wedding, Wait, another wedding, another weekend? wedding. No, I didn't. I had I had two engagements that got rescheduled. No, also, Karis was home with the rest no, of us. No, no, she was still shooting engagements and stuff. I did not. I said it got <laughs> rescheduled. Oh, Why oh, was oh, she oh, shooting oh, an engagement uh, in the rain? Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, PPS had one or two weddings. Yes. At least two weddings, I think. Yeah, right? one bride like cried. <laughs> really? Because of the rain. Oh, because of the rain? Yeah, you know what? Like this, like We spoke about this last time. You know, like... You can always come back. Put your dress on. Put your suit on. <laughs> we could come back for thirty minutes after. Yeah. It's you know, like five hundred thousand, uh, five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks for hair and makeup. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it if it meant if it means that much to them, mm-hmm. they would dish that yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. If That's I true. was them. Or or you just find a venue that has an indoor shooting location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but even how then, many but do? you want some photos out the side. What? You want some photos outside, no? Do you want like mm-hmm. all the photos inside? Bring an umbrella. Yeah. You want photos outside? Bring an Did umbrella. Did you get to go outside at all? I know some people had like a good window where they were able to still to go outside for portraits. <laughs> Listen, you can shoot when it's raining. I can shoot when it's raining, but not when it's windy. Like, the rain's coming in sideways. I can't work with that. And you- uh, well, you, <laughs> you, you were by the water. Some people were like yeah. Yeah. by venues more inland, so they didn't have that problem. Yeah. I saw someone shooting on the beach on one of the Facebook groups. Yeah, it was uh, Dan Inzi. Shout out to Dan Inzi. He uh, he was shooting on the beach. They were and, running around. And they had a blast. Oh. They were just running around and stuff and just getting yeah. wet. I was yeah. like, all right. I mean, they're making uh, something positive out of this weather. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you're bougie, your bougie couples are not going to run around the beach with their $10,000 dresses. They're not doing that. No. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> they're, they're not doing that. So anyway, yeah, I shot I shot two weddings um, this weekend. Two and a half. Uh, the, the Friday, I had the most beautiful day for an engagement session in the city. Uh, but uh, the weddings on both days, uh, we didn't do any pictures. I mean, they just roll with punches. They didn't cry, though. But um, but they were like, yeah, whatever. We, whatever we get, whatever we get. Uh, so on Saturday night, I, I got one night shot outside when it, when it drizzled a little bit. But that was it. And then... Um, and then on Sunday, I shot my very first composite. Look at you. Learning <laughs> your skills even, during a tropical storm. Well, listen, I knew how to do it. It's just that I I, I never did it because it's a pain in the ass to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to add more luminosity to my work. My work is bright enough <laughs> as it is, okay? Who, who is your lighting assistant? <laughs> um, lighting assistant? Uh, just someone on my team. What's, who is it? The second shooter? Yeah, the second shooter. I had a third shooter that day, uh, an assistant. So she was covering the dance floor and I... Um, and the thing was, the bride was uh, she had on her shot list. She wanted a shot by the bar. Have you guys ever been to Patello's? Uh, to eat? Yeah, we were supposed to have a wedding there. Yeah, they yeah. have a bar that's really nice. But the thing is, I think uh, all the tables were all stacked up against it. So I was like, "There's no way we can shoot here." But there's a little uh, area where there, there's like benches and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was pretty quiet there. And they lined the entire place. The hair. Oh, by the way, these floral people were amazing. They did it up really nice. So the whole place was just covered in candles. And you know, I got pokeballs everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I got pokeballs everywhere. So, um, <laughs> how long I, did it take you to make the composite? Shooting it or editing it? Both. <laughs> from, from start to finish. Ten, ten hours. 
<laughs> Shooting it took me like maybe a minute. Maybe it didn't take me that long. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I I knew how to do it. I just I never did it because I knew there was the post production was going to be a pain in the ass. You yeah. know, there's a lot of factors involved too. Like if, if there's a lot of light spill on the floor and the walls. If mm-hmm. if you have those scenarios, it, it could take a lot of a lot of editing time editing, to clean that up. Yeah. What did you learn? You did wrong. Uh, I need to take a background photo first. Oh, you didn't. Do, mm. Oh, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily because if, if the whoever's lighting, if they move from the left to the right, technically they're out of the frame on the left. Uh, he so, was not out completely. I still had to pull. So um, AI would probably help you a little. Oh, bit. Oh fuck the AI. Yeah. Whatever. So um, so next time I'll just do. An empty shot. Yeah, that, that's, that, the that's, the that's the concept. That's the way you're supposed to do it. He's like, yeah. like, where's the mask button? I'm like, what button? There's no button for mask. <laughs> He's like, they said mask button. I look for the mask button. I'm like, it's at the bottom of your lens. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I don't one, use Photoshop. It's I mean, the, the one with the circle. I, I've, been, I've been around <laughs> for time. He has no idea. I'm like, why? Y'all you didn't, didn't outsource it to Karis to edit? I'm, I'm not like, going to bother her for that. You dare ask me. I didn't, didn't want to. Yeah, I don't ask Karis for nothing. You know? <laughs> why do you do this? <laughs> why am I here? If you do this, you got to be responsible for your stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I would never hear the end of it, you know? And like, he would come, he was like coming into the office. Yeah, I'm going to try this like composite editing in my photos and kind of like wishing me to be like, oh, just like give it to me. Oh, yeah. You know what? Do you need help? Do you need help? He's like, where's the mask? button i'm like what button are you looking for what, what are these layers what does it mean i think i've only used photoshop maybe four times in my career Ooh. maybe five well, that's, and, 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 and then that's four, to add the cats that's with the cats, yeah. <laughs> that's, to add cats. that's that's the that's that's not what photoshop is for that's that's the gist of uh what what i can do in photoshop i can make i can i can swap out your bouquet for a kitten that's airborne, and that's, that's airborne. about as good as I can do. <laughs> that's what you're gonna get from. Uh, that's a Ben Lau special, yeah. you know. But now I can do composite. No, I don't want to do composite, so we're gonna cut. It's that a lot out. of work. It's a lot yeah. of work. I I do them when I have to, but they are good about them. But I had no portraits, so I was like, you know, uh, yeah, I had no I had no pictures of uh, like formal portraits of of, of the crew, and uh, I know that she had her heart set on getting a bar photo. But I was like, the bar is not happening, but we can do it over here. So, shoot the shooting part didn't take that long, but the editing part was a pain yeah. in the ass. Yeah, it's all good. I, I to answer your question, I think maybe I spent an hour. Yeah, I imagine doing that for twelve images, fifteen images. No, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. We're good. No thanks. <laughs> but anyway, you guys get it. Uh, you guys ready to start this podcast? Let's do it. All right, let's go. So welcome to the Focus They Have podcast. My name is Ben. This is Karis. This is Jen. And this is Ro. And we are not focused yet. No, <laughs> no we're, we're trying to be. It's, it's early in the morning. Again. Okay. We're, 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 we're day drinking at 11. So what are we drinking today? We are drinking uh, a salted caramel old-fashioned. Hold on. Let me say. We are drinking a salted caramel apple cider old-fashioned. What very wordy. Very smells, fall. Smells delicious. Mm-hmm. But does it taste delicious? Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. tasted it. I don't try. like old-fashioned, yeah. but this is a Yeah, this is, this is good. Not too strong. This is good. Mix it. It's mix good. It, good. Yeah, you, the cinnamon. There's gotta, a little bit of cinnamon in there. There's a little star anise in there. The, the cinnamon stick. Don't you have cinnamon stick? Oh, yeah. You should. Ben said use cinnamon stick in there. Mix it. I was yeah. like, how do I mix it? <laughs> and I, to- I toasted. I toasted them this morning before you guys arrived. Just smell a little toasty there too. Mm-hmm. But you should you should have a real stir. Oh my god! <laughs> thing. And Jen's already about. Um, I want to say we have, sixty. We have napkins somewhere. It's like juice. Where did I put? What you do with the tray with napkins? Oh no no no! Rolando. Oh. Um, <laughs> and we should have like coasters. Jen's, Jen's about 60, Thank actually, Jen's about 80% Jen's done with her drink. With her drink. 
that means I need to make another one. But you don't have I don't have extra cinnamon, so I might just have to talk. I to might one. have to take the drink of one of our guests. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just take theirs. Well, that's a nice you segue. <laughs> you don't want that garbage. Um, but uh, but yes, that's a nice segue uh, to our guests. Yeah. Uh, we have a very very special guest, personal friends of ours of the Laos and the Molinas. Um, so I've had the good fortune of running into our special guests about, I want to say, 12, 13 years ago. You guys been shooting that long? He's nodding. <laughs> you can talk now. Oh, I can. Okay. Yeah. So I want to welcome to the podcast our very good friends, Richard and Andrea Flores. Welcome hey, to the podcast. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Welcome. Thank you for having us here. We're very excited. Welcome, welcome. Bienvenidos. <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn that last night? <laughs> but yeah, to answer your question, Ben, I think we have been like into business since about 2010. 2010. 2010. Yeah. 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 That's about us. the whole time where we all, we all kind of yeah. mm-hmm. dabbled into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I ran into you at a slide, uh, not a slideshow, at a trade show. I want to say WPPI. No, 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 no. 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 That was not a trade show. It was yeah. like um, uh, a whole bunch of other photographers. They were just wandering around. So it must have been like a wedding wire event or the knot event. Yeah, it was for our favorite, the knot. Mm. The knot <laughs> event. Yeah, they invite yeah. you over. Well, for you used preaching. to be part of the knot. I yeah. I did it for like six months. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that I didn't we know. went to two knot events. Yep. yep. One of them was uh, I wasn't even a member at that point. They were trying mm-hmm. to get us to come back in. So I think I've been to three knot events. Total. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you met Richard at one, so that's at good. one of them. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, look at this guy." <laughs> <laughs> we met Richard at another throwback. Oh a, yeah, a Jasmine Star event. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. oh man. I remember those times. Yeah. Did she do like, like a, a restart event in Jersey or something like that? It was in the city. It, yeah, it, it was before she did the restart. That was the restart. Was it? Like yeah. The Creative Live thing? No, no, no. Well, the name of the tour. It was like a restart tour. Oh, yeah, that's, like right, that. that's right. That's yeah. right. It, it was during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Wow. That was a nice location. Yeah, that that they rented out had a nice balcony with a city view of Midtown. It was there like some old guy hit on her, right? I think on who? Like on the mic? <laughs> like when she was who taking questions? And he, some old guy like hit yeah, on her. Yeah, he's like cre- uh, extra creepy. He's like an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> were both you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're both okay. there. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying to figure out this morning. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. were you there, Andrea? No, no, I wasn't. No, Richard, no, right? Andrea was working. We were no, we were in a critical time of our of our you know of our years there, so we. Only one could only one was went. able to. Oh yeah, because we had to pay for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, no, no. Oh, we, we know all those it. times, girl. Yeah. yeah, we've all been there. You, what? <laughs> like, to, 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 uh, like, uh, there wasn't like a buy one get one. No, entry yeah, 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 yeah. no. So one or two had to go. Yeah, but you got you to gotta choose one. <laughs> yeah, the starting off times. You know, we all started with a. Jen went. She threw the ticket out the window, and then I came back up. I guess you're going, hun. I don't know where my ticket went. <laughs> the bird took it. She was huge. I mean, she's still huge, but in, in another yeah, back, aspect back another of, way, yeah. of the industry. Yeah. So around that time, I think it was probably like around 2010 too, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, no I think that was like 2011 around. Yeah, okay. yeah. And you guys had just started? We just started, yeah. So we, we, um, we started in 2010. And actually, like right before my very first wedding, I, I bought like one of Jasmine Star's creative live mm-hmm. workshop mm-hmm. things. And I devoured that thing like yeah. overnight because mm-hmm. the Did next day we had a wedding or two days later we had a wedding. 
So yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> did, it, did it help you though? Like, like all of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It did help me. And then I also brought a friend with me at the time who had shot like several weddings mm-hmm. as my set. Mm-hmm. I brought him as like my second shooter. So. So when you guys started, was it just you or the both of you? Like, give us the beginnings. So, yes, it was the both of us. We were dating at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like Richard said, it was his first wedding. And he has had asked this friend to come with him. And and he also sold a photo booth to this couple. And he oh, nice. had the great idea to, oh, I can get my girlfriend and she can do the, the photo booth. So that's how I came into the picture. That's a photo booth operator. You want to come on a date with yeah. me? <laughs> and I remember we went to buy like all black clothes. And yeah, we had nothing. We had nothing. For the event. Yeah. We never shot a single wedding in our life. Um, well, actually, we start. I started like diving into photography as a hobby, as most people. And then uh, a friend at the time recommended me to photograph his best friend's wedding. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I, I I made like a price sheet quick overnight. <laughs> at my I had one package. It was a thousand dollars. It included Whoa! everything. It That's included really good. album. It included engagement session. Everything. Oh, and an album. Yeah, everything. Oh, everything. An album? <laughs> and the photo booth. <laughs> oh, and the photo booth. And the photo booth. And engagement. Okay, I was going to say you had it beat at the like, price for your yeah, first yeah, wedding, yeah. but then you had all these extra. Actually, you know, I was like, you know, for a thousand bucks, you can get all four. You get the Laos and the Molina for a thousand bucks. I don't know why I, I priced it. Hey, we had you to get start. Like, no, you get one of those groups. That's good. Like, we charge like three, four. Uh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> what are you laughing about? He said for a thousand. He said for a thousand bucks, he could get. The you you, you can get the Laos, the Molinas, and I said you get Moses Cruz too. <laughs> it's true. Moses Our first wedding. Bucks. Yeah. yeah, Moses' first wedding was sixty dollars. <laughs> Ours was oh like two hundred. No, you wait. had us beat. I did. I did actually before that. I did shoot like a. Remember that that little wedding that we shot in that I shot in that restaurant by myself. Okay, so oh like yes, no, and, but you did also a ceremony from uh, the Cu- the Cuban uh, couple. Yeah, them, and that was like two hundred. They gave me like I didn't really charge them actually. They just gave me like two hundred dollars. Okay, yeah. So, but then the real very first wedding was that one, the thousand dollar wedding. Yeah. So I showed up to their house, nervous as hell, but I just and I guess they just liked they liked me mm-hmm. and they trusted me. I had no wedding mm-hmm. picture. I showed them like. Yeah. Families, strawberries, and cars. <laughs> <laughs> and models. And models. So models from uh what was that place uh, in the mod- art factory that they used to model mayhem? Like oh, those oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they used to do like meetups. And those stuff. meetups. Yeah. 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 Wait, art factory's been around for that long? Yeah. Yeah, but before they started doing events, it was uh, uh the rental. You could always you can mm. have like a cubicle like there. Space. Uh you, you paid like monthly memberships to be able to shoot there. Mm. And then they started doing weddings later on. But yeah, it's been around for a long time. We try to sell it like a maternity album. So the, for a thousand bucks, how many hours was that? Was that full day coverage? Oh, it was all full day, day, yeah. Ooh. They had church prep, everything. Yeah. <laughs> but you know I, I wasn't keeping track of the time. Yeah. It was just like a mm. I feel like we had to make a good impression, and it was a good start. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Very good friends with that couple now. Mm-hmm. They recommended us to their brother That's who got happens. married the following yeah. year, That's and then just started. Yeah, did, and a sweet sixteen. Did they as want well. the same price? Yeah. Um, I don't remember actually. I think they paid a little more, a little bit more. As they should, yeah. Maybe fifteen hundred. <laughs> I, I had that happen one time. Uh, I shot a brother's small wedding, and then years later, their other brother came. And he wanted the same price. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm no, sorry, yeah. man. Like, that's not possible. It's been like, well, how big was this album? 
We it was the biggest. It was album. pretty big, yeah. yeah. It was the big. It was like you the guys biggest. made no money on that thing. No, no, no. We made no money. Like looking back now, we made yeah, zero yeah, money on this. Yeah, on this okay. wedding. I mean, we all, we all start. Like but you know, we like. I remember coming home from that wedding and saying two things. One, I hate my cameras because <laughs> it was I was shooting with like Sony A one hundred or whatever the yeah. the first A models, and they sucked. And then two, I want to quit my job because I love. Like, well, I absolutely oh, love this. Yeah. And then it was there that it was like, you know, so for the next fun. two years, just hustle, trying to figure out how I can leave. But Andrea, how did you feel about after after that first wedding? <laughs> it was fun, you know, getting to meet new people and getting involved in all this, you know, this big event in their lives. Mm-hmm. It was it was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, it was really nice. And, uh, but and did you uh, shoot that day or were you strictly photo booth operator? I was photo booth and then... I kind of like grabbed the camera and did like some party shots and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, this is fun. <laughs> he was the photographer. I wasn't, you yeah, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're right, Richard. This, this Sony sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was I just set the camera for her and I was like, just how don't do touch I, anything. Just shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did you start shooting them? I, he brought me to the next wedding. So I guess oh. I did a good job. The next uh, wedding, she did the photo booth also. Yes. And then the third wedding, she was like just shooting, like don't touch the settings. Yeah, like yeah. just shoot, don't touch the settings until like a few. I think like the fa- like a few months later or something. Like I just left her at bride prep, and mm-hmm. I left. I left to groom prep, and I was like, here, you just just cover this. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my Listen, gosh. I have to be honest. I if if we it was a good a good long time of. Until I actually learned how to use like the whole aperture and stuff. I right, remember right. driving with uh, Richard, and I'm like, "What is what is the aperture again? Can you <laughs> yeah. explain that to me?" And uh, and I used I used to not like being in this like group meetups because they were talking about all these technical the things technical, yeah. and all the lighting and mm-hmm. the flash and what do you shoot with mm-hmm. and what's your camera? What's yeah. your? <laughs> and I'm like. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> like honestly, like I'm just you know trying to do like the just best I the moment. can, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I capture the moment, and mm-hmm. and apparently I did a good job. I'm still in. <laughs> <laughs> She's still employed. <laughs> You know, Karis, I, I, Karis was the same thing. She was just tagging along for the first four years, and um, you know, what, the statute of limitations are over at this point, right? So we can we can speak freely, right? But mm-hmm. like she. Um, she didn't really get into it, into it until like 2014. Like mm-hmm. she was always by my side since day one, mm-hmm. but she didn't start like directing, like really enjoying this process until like 2014, four years in. You know, I was like, "Whoa, this is pretty nice. Not bad." <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel the same way. I think it was yeah. the same for me. I, I didn't. I, didn't en- I don't think I enjoyed it. Gotta be closer, babe. Yeah, I don't think I enjoyed it <laughs> because I was like, "This is like manual labor." <laughs> It's like <laughs> long hours. I'm on my feet. I'm hungry. <laughs> like, yeah. and now here you are doing it by yourself. Yeah, no, I think I she enjoys it better this way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't she didn't enjoy the job. She did enjoy doing it with you. But <laughs> that is true. That's probably Secret what it is. is. Out. <laughs> Secret is out. And at the beginning, you know, you were like. You're at these weddings and stuff, and of course you're hungry, and you don't know how to act. Should I call? Should I eat? Should I do this? Should I not? Should I be yeah. stiff here standing? So, you know, it's just yeah. starve yourself. Yep. <laughs> yep. Tell us about the the transition into full time. That was a big thing. I know when we became friends on Facebook, and 
seeing you like take your leap and you've always been very open about your journey. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, like when, when people ask me this, it's like I kind of tread lightly because some of the things that I did are not things that I would recommend for some people to do now. Um, you know, luckily, like, uh, well, going back, right? So, like, in 2010, I photographed our first wedding. From 2010 to, th- to 2000, 2012, I was still working at my 9 to 5. I used to work in, like, a software engineering company. That's what I went to school for. And I just started hating my job more <laughs> and loving the photography mm-hmm. more. Um, and it took two years for me to, like, figure out, like, to actually quit my job. But before I did that, I knew that we wanted to buy a house. Like I wanted to move out of our uh, small apartment with my parents and buy a house. And I wasn't going to be able to do that living, uh, like working in a, as a photographer. A little to bit start. harder. Yeah, a little bit harder. Yeah. So I worked those two years. We bought our, I bought my house with the income from, uh, from my actual job. And then I quit. So I bought the house in August and I quit in September of 2012. And I had like, we had several weddings booked. Like I had like uh, five weddings booked that, that year of 2012. Then I had like eight weddings booked for, uh, for the following year. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know anything about how to structure my payments. I had no idea. Like, you know, I, I took like the biggest risk. Right. And I remember quitting my job, doing those weddings, like September, October, November, and then being like, oh shit, like. Where's the rest of the money? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) So, yes, it was like a very big risk that I took. Luckily, like we had, uh, you know, my parents were living downstairs in like the the first apartment. Andrea was at the time working at Mac, which she'll dive into that. But Mm -hmm. we had like that income to kind of protect us. And I used to just say like, look, as long as I could pay for my mortgage, Everything else, you know, whatever happens, happens, and we'll figure it out as the time comes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much. That, that's what I tell. I tell people all the time, like, what's the worst thing? You have to go back and get a part time, a full time. Like, you're better off chasing chasing the goal in your dream. Right. Yeah, and we were young. Like, we were relatively young, right? Like, yeah, we were very young. Tw- like twenty two, twenty three, or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had no kids. You know, twenties. My parents lived downstairs. Andrea was working at Mac, which was paying really well. I had like a cushion mm-hmm. from my job mm-hmm. that I saved. And so I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, then then that's it. Mm-hmm. What did your parents say when you told them, I'm leaving my job? I want to be an artist. Mm. Well, <laughs> you have to remember, these are Hispanic fans. These are like old school Cuban. <laughs> like you're doing what? So my dad was very supportive. I mean, both my parents were very supportive. My mom didn't grasp, didn't understand, like that I went to school for five years. I graduated with with a degree, and now I was just gonna like, mm-hmm. I was gonna go to waste. Take she, she just didn't understand that. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I still think today they still think that we don't work. Like, <laughs> like I have phone calls, I have this and that, and they, they don't understand that. Like, uh-huh. you know. So, but you know, it's a, it's okay. Like we've. <laughs> My parents were the same way too. They were like, yo, and actually her parents, all four parents are like, yo, you got a kid coming. You got a kid on the way and you're going to go winter's, chase this stream. Winter's coming. You're going to chase this stream. You're going to chase your dreams. You got $500 in your bank account. What are you thinking? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we had to make it work. We had no other choice. But That's the best way to make it work. When you have that pressure that you can't fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like uh, without that, you kind of lose your hustle. Some mm-hmm. of that hustle. 
Yeah, I, I had a very similar journey as as these two here. You know, like uh, when when I quit my job at the chicken factory, like I think I had three weddings on the books, and that was it. I had nothing for the following year. <laughs> I was oh like, "Yeah, this has got to work," you know. Yeah. But what both, I both of you guys are reckless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, reckless. looking back now, it was very reckless. <laughs> very, very reckless. Uh, but Karis, Karis was working at the uh, other chicken place, so like we had her income. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But was, wait, it was a separate chicken company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Do you know that we went? To, no, no, no. I, I thought it was the same chicken. No. company. No. Oh. I was, I was designing side. I was designing what? at a chicken franchise. You designed the eggs, the logos on the eggs. Yeah, look, menus, <laughs> all yeah, the design. The part. menus and the and the and the advertisements and the and the yeah. and the menu, like, like yeah, anything and everything. So everyone here has a chicken it. story except yeah. for us. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you will, you <laughs> will too. Oh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, uh, Richard, uh, he's he's the proud. Uh, uh, you know, father of chicken about seven, about seventy chickens. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think no, he's a, we brought the number plus. down. They're like fifty now. I think. Oh, well, man. seventy so fifty. It's about the same. In the freezer? <laughs> yeah. Aww, poor chicken. Wait, did the, the, what? Because you harvested them, or because the nature got them? Yeah, we had some nature issues. We had some hungry children. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> children. Some hungry children issues. <laughs> hungry <laughs> children issues. <laughs> yeah, we have a large family. We gotta feed the kids. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but we had Karis's income for about six months, and then once we got, because the thing is, remember, it took me six months to go from three to forty-three, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Oh, I don't need to like Karis, uh, uh, you know, Ben is in his." Uh, because you have to remember, I was working full time, and then yeah. I was shooting with him oh, on yeah. weekends. Yeah, so that's two full time was, jobs. Yeah, helping him edit because you know he's not good at Photoshop. So <laughs> yeah. I have to use. We know. In the beginning, we used Photoshop to edit. So I'm like, why am I? Yeah. Why, why am I here? Why Hashtag. Yeah. Why am I here? Yeah. So, uh, so after six months, she quit her job and then she joined me. But did you guys quit together or no? No, no. no. How long I before you joined him full time? Oh, he quit at 2012. I quit in 2015. Yeah, wow. so three years later. Yeah, years. she tried to quit in 2014, but they didn't let her. Oh, <laughs> so like, no, I mean, they were very I was accommodating. Good employee. <laughs> and, they sweetened the deal. Yes, they yeah. actually let me make my own schedule. Yeah, uh -huh. that helps. That helps a yeah. lot. Yeah, and it was retail, so Mac like retail, you know, so. The hours like were weekends or and it was in the airport too, so oh, I had holidays. to drive her like at four mm. in the morning. Oh wow. So we had weddings on the weekends and then we were like, Andre, you need to like that's it. We need to cut this. And we luckily like, well, when I quit, we had three weddings and the following year we had eight. Then we didn't have like a crazy increase like like Ben, you know, it was like three, Gradually. eight, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. 18, 20, 25, mm -hmm. then eventually we got to like the 40 mark. So mm -hmm. but when we were like in the 15, like in the 20s, that that's where I told Andrea, I was like, I need help, you know, like. But I actually think that it was harder for you to let me quit because yes. yeah. it was that safe. That yeah. buffer. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, that buffer, buffer. that yeah. cushion's yeah. gone. When did the first kid come? What year? Uh, 2018. Oh, so this is way after you guys yeah. are already mm -hmm, full time mm -hmm. for like yes. a couple years. Yeah, so 2015, uh, we. Andrea quit her job. We got our studio. And we got married. And we got married. Nice. Big oh year. Big what year. Was this? 2015. And when it, you started offering makeup too. Yes. Because that's, that's how I started working at Mac. Because mm -hmm. I went while he was pursuing his dream and the business. Then I went to makeup school. And right after I finished makeup school, I immediately got the job at Mac. 
cosmetics. And I, st I stayed with them for five years until finally quit. And it was after we got our studio in Bayonne. That's when I, like, we yeah. decided, okay, You guys had a physical time. studio that was, like, not attached to the home, right? We did, yes. Right. Oh, my goodness. We it, had the it studio. It was pretty big, that studio. Yeah, I it, was, going uh, there. it was, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we loved it there because our house was, like, our, our apartment wasn't that big. Um, and we were having clients like mm -hmm. come to our apartment mm -hmm. with the cat running across the, <laughs> the, the, the coffee table with the albums. You know, we're like, no, nah, this isn't working, you know. So we like it's so crazy how the studio oh, yeah. happened because we were talking about like, oh, we wanted a studio, wanted a studio. And then Andrea's like, oh, but let's wait till after the wedding, whatever. And then one day, like just driving back home from the gym, I see like a, a for lease sign in this a place that was like only seven, six blocks from our house. Mm -hmm. And I called and the guy was like, oh, you know, we've been trying to rent this place for the longest time, but they, there was like a chiropractor on the bottom. So they didn't want to have like, you know, a daycare or something that's very loud. And like, he gave us an amazing deal. And I told him, look, like, we don't know, like he wanted us to sign the lease. And I told him, look, we don't know if this is going to work or not. Are you willing to put like some clause in there that says like, can we get out if earlier, you know? Yeah. And he did, he was like, if I, I, he wrote like, oh, you know, if, if in 30 days, like as long as I get a 30 day notice, you can get out clean, you know? Oh, wow. So we took it and we were there from 2015 to, we were there for eight years, right? Wow. wow. Well, to 2000, pandemic. yeah, 2000, when was the pandemic? I don't remember. 2021. 2021, we, we left the studio, yeah. Is, is it, six years. You, you guys left um, because you're shooting now at home? We left because one, we moved we moved out of Bayonne, so we moved an oh an hour away from Bayonne. Uh, two, we were actually there for the entire pandemic, which actually that sa that saved us a little bit because we did do a lot of fo family photo shoots there in the studio. Um, but it just didn't make sense. Like we were driving an hour to go to the studio to do like a forty five minute session to drive yeah, an hour back. Yeah, Clients nice. were driving an hour to get to the studio because Bayonne is not that easy to get to to mm -hmm. begin with. So we were like, you know what? I think that's it now. Yeah. I think the brick and mortar places, I think a lot of folks who had brick and mortar places, they just left them at, during the pandemic. I think you guys did too. Mm -hmm. No, we, we we held on to it after. What? No, during the pandemic, you guys let it go. No. We let it go last after. last after, winter. Yeah. After, but we were never there. Yeah. But the rent was so cheap. So we were like, we'll hold on to it, see what happens. And then no one everyone wanted, wanted to meet. Yeah. <laughs> they just want to go yeah. on Zoom. No, no so. one wanted to see our, our faces. <laughs> Yeah, we were doing we were doing the photo shoots in the studio, but we weren't we were no longer meeting with clients in the yeah. studio anymore. Yeah. We used to meet with people physically. Mm -hmm. I mean, people would drive like an hour to come do like a yeah. you know an, an, a console. Mm -hmm. um, but then after once the pandemic hit, we were just doing everything on Zoom or yeah. you know video. We built this space that we're recording right now for those meetings because we didn't want ha ha to have strangers in the house. Mm -hmm. So we're like, oh, let's put them outside yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the she shed, right? And after we built it, we we've had very few uh, wedding meetings in here. Actually, I would say about ninety nine point nine 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 nine. Actually, almost one hundred percent in the last two years. All the meetings are Zoom. Physical. Yeah. For an initial for an initial uh, for right. initial meeting. Yeah, they don't like, come they don't I, come in I person. I feel like the two of us were like You guys like in person. Yeah, I love right? in person. We're, we were like pretty adamant yeah. of having in person consultations because the booking uh percentages it's were higher. way higher. Yes. You know? And I can show albums, I can show prints, yeah. I can show all kinds of stuff. It was it was easier to sell and then you know the Zoom just made everything more convenient. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah, at, at that point we were we were also do, bless you. We were also doing a lot of al like albums mm -hmm. when we had the studio, you know, people were meeting, they were 
choosing stuff. It was nice. So when did you guys transition from weddings to start offering other things like newborns, family? Since the beginning, since the very beginning, because we realized that, um, you know, there were there was more after weddings, not just weddings. And then our clients started having babies and all their events that... Uh, they just, yeah. they booked us for, we actually like, yes. when we started, I remember doing like a lot, like on the Facebook groups or certain like uh, workshops, people were like, oh, stick to one thing, stick to one thing, learn that. Like you would hear like how wedding photographers hated newborn photography and said like, I can't do this or mm-hmm. newborn photographers say, I don't have the patience for brides. Mm-hmm. And like, we never really, we, we didn't uh, do this on purpose. It kind of just fell this way. Like it just happened because- you know, we just we just really fell in love with our clients, and like we had like a really close personal connection with them, where they just felt that they needed to share with us, like, oh, we're having a baby, can you photograph us? Mm-hmm. You know, or like we're doing, you know, family portraits. So, and we would just say yes to everything. You know, when when we started doing newborns, we had no idea how to <laughs> photograph newborns. We didn't even have a newborn, obviously. Oh my god! So we we like again went back to online courses, workshops, learned as much about <laughs> oh, newborns. Should- how were your first ones? Your first and couple newborns. We, we we did five oh. free newborns, and we um. just said like, look, we just need to photograph your newborn. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like we learned like stuff like precautions because you're dealing with a brand new baby. It's usually like seven mm-hmm. days old, right? So we just tried to be as safe as possible. I mean, I say you know, like the parents were there, but. I mean, Andrea, you know, she wasn't a mom at the time, but I feel like she was always, like, very good with Yeah, I with think the fact that we, I, uh, we were, you know, kind of like a a couple, and I have, like, the woman's side of it. Like, mm-hmm. they actually, they, the, the, the mom. touch. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the mom really felt comfortable with that. And mm-hmm. um, I remember doing newborn sessions at my apartment. Yeah, we si- I I call them like my single time apartment, <laughs> uh, and it's crazy. But um, we actually like started off really really good with all their portraits photography. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we started with our studio, I think mm-hmm. 2015 was really yeah. That's like, when the it time really kicked off. We were like because we had the space you know, mm-hmm. and. We, we started and there we went, it more. we went all into like newborn photography. We got like everything that we needed to offer, like mm-hmm. full out newborn sessions. Smash the cakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, family Are those portrait. real cakes, by the way? Yeah. Yes. yes. Do, the, do the parents provide it or you have it in no, the No, par- parents they provide it. They bring all yeah. the props. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Did, you, did the Molinas ever do new, newborns? Uh, newborns? Uh, <laughs> maybe no, once or twice. Like once or twice, but not like in the wrap them in a cocoon type of way. Yeah, it's it always was, been it more like, like <laughs> sleeping, you know, lifestyle ish. Yeah. But uh, and we've done a f- plenty of smash cakes. Yeah. yeah, those were those are fun. Yeah, but I tried my head at newborn. Have I ever? Sh- I never showed you that portfolio. Oh, it was terrible. Babies and baskets and stuff. It was so <laughs> oh, bad. Mom. So bad. <laughs> the name of the brand, Babies yeah, and Baskets. Babies and Baskets. That's the name of the business. <laughs> babies and Baskets. And uh, yo, I remember I was doing selective coloring. Oh, it was so bad. Oh boy. And I think Aiden. Aiden. Oh, you have some of your kids. <laughs> oh yeah, because we started the business the same time we were starting a family. No, so I think we have Aiden in like baskets. really weird, weird ass baskets. <laughs> You gotta show those at his wedding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're so bad. It looks like a robin's nest. Like a it's robin's nest. So bad. Oh my god. And gosh. I remember, like, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any money to pay for courses and things like mm-hmm. that, right? So I was trying to figure all this stuff on my own. So I made hammocks 
with, um, you know, I got some PVC pipe from Home Depot and I built myself with the joints and stuff. I made a little um, frame and I would hang the hammock in there. <laughs> and put the wait, baby in there? Wait, 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 wait. I hope there were like, wait, wait, wait. I hope there was a hand touching the baby. There was a hand on the bottom, but like, <laughs> but the hand had to be moved away for a split second, right? <laughs> <laughs> Between each shot. No, like, no, you're supposed to do that in Photoshop. Photoshop ben, ben. Ben. I didn't know how to do oh Photoshop. So the safety of the baby way comes later. first. It's like, I was the, you I was, know, it's like actual hands on the there. <laughs> <laughs> I was the, I was the, the, the hammock. I was like, "There's no way he did this the right no, way." Everything oh, was real. I was like the Jackie that's Chan. I was no, the Jackie Chan of newborn baby photography. Baby sessions, <laughs> stunts. Baby sessions took like ten hours. Baby I would do stunts. Yeah, like, yeah the kids would cry, stunts. right? <laughs> so I read. Listen, guys, I read somewhere back then on Google that all right, in in order for this to work, the room. Listen, 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 listen. So uh, you cry. She's Linda. <laughs> Linda, 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 Linda. <laughs> was it just your kid you put in the hammock, or you put other kids in the hammock? Everybody's kids in the hammock. Our kid didn't go in the hammock. No, I didn't want to risk his kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna risk everyone else's. Liability, man. I'm not gonna risk my kid in this hammock. <laughs> So, oh God, so listen, 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 right? <laughs> so uh, I read it on uh, on Google uh, around that time that in order to have a successful newborn session, the room has to be very warm. <laughs> the kid has to eat a lot. And what are those three things? Oh, we have to catch the kid like when they're sleepy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, <laughs> It was like, room was like 100 degrees. <laughs> a sauna. 100 degrees. He gave him some alcohol. I'm like, and then, uh, put him asleep. Here's some old fashioned to go to sleep. You gave him that bottle you just had. Yo, the mom and dad were like sweating. He's like, how long is this session going to be? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like our first newborns, like we would finish a newborn session. Andrea so would like, stiff. and I would lay down in the couch in the studio and be like, we just felt like we did a 16 hour wedding. Yeah. Day. Oh my oh god! My god. We were exhausting. very close to quitting newborn yeah, because we, we would just get so exhausted. Like it's a lot of work. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was. It was just a lot, you know. And like we were still learning too. Mm-hmm. So just diving into. I feel like newborns, it's the 90% is the energy of mm-hmm. the photographer and the parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if the photographer is nervous, the parents are nervous, that mm-hmm. energy flows into the baby and forget it. You're mm-hmm. you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. How long did your sessions, when you started, how long were they? Oh, they were Like long, four to six right? hours? Six Yo. hours for sure. How long are they now? Like two. No, yeah. now, two now, two now. The shortest two, the longest four. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, I ha- I once had these twins. I was there in that house for like ten hours because one these would sleep twins. and the other one's not asleep, right? Oh, so we would have to wait it out. I was like, yo, I'd be like, yo, turn up the heat. <laughs> hotter, hotter, hotter. <laughs> it's not hot enough. You gotta make these kids sleep. <laughs> Give them some melatonin and knock them out. <laughs> They're like roasting, right? right? <laughs> Poor babies. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Turn you guys have done twins before, right? Well, well, well first I mean, off, your own. We did. Like... We did. Uh, uh, we did twins before we have our own twins. Yeah, and oh that session was was amazing. It was pretty good. It yeah, was super good. We it was in Miami. Actually. Yeah, that couple. We actually like we this did... couple. We did their engagement, their wedding, no, their maternity, their their brothers. Wedding. Oh yeah, brothers' wedding, engagement, wet. Their wedding, their maternity, then their twins newborn, and, you know, just continued growing like that. And that's the case usually with most of our our clients, you know, like we do like... 
I'd say like eighty percent of our clients, eighty five percent, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they no, they don't trust us with the hammock photos anymore. I remember. <laughs> I'll tell you one more story, right? So I remember I had the hammock. I brought the hammock because it's it's PVC pipe. So I just put it in a duffel bag and I just go right. And I remember um, you had to build it when you got there. <laughs> I had to build it when I got there. Uh, there's <laughs> Sounds no, so messed there's up, man. no way I'm letting you build a PVC in my house and PVC put my kid pipe. in it. No I'm like, way. Are you a plumber? <laughs> <laughs> It was ghetto looking, and I remember I and I had a, a little portable futon that I would, I would put under now because like, I was like, all right, just in case the baby falls and the hands not there, I have a little portable futon underneath the uh, the thing, and uh, and the grandma's like, well, what if the baby falls? I was like, it's okay if the baby falls. The grandma's like, no, it's not okay. What? The baby Who falls. said that? <laughs> you said that? Yeah, I was like, it's okay. I got the futon here. <laughs> grandma's like, no, oh it's not okay. God. Well, in that moment, your newborn business ended. Yeah, I think that was the last yeah, newborn no, no, hammock no. baby basket photo I ever. I mean, if you would have kept on, you would have got sued at some point. <laughs> some type of lawsuit. Well, I didn't know there was a hand there, you know. But there should always be a hand touching the baby at all times, mm-hmm. in, especially in shots. So like even that, the ones that they're propped up on their chins and stuff, yeah, there's a hand the time, there. There's a hand touch, like holding the the. The, the what do you call it? The elbows you know what I used to and do? then holding the head. There's always the, a hand. Don't judge me on this, okay? So I used to have a beanbag where I would put the baby. Mm-hmm. But if the baby's not in position, I, I have a blanket too over the beanbag. Mm-hmm. And I would have a hand like you pulling up the baby. Too. But here's the thing. You'd see but, all the but, fingers. But like a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> you see the nail sticking through. You, you turn the baby into a puppet. <laughs> you see the fingers coming through the blanket. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh man, I don't do know you still have these photos somewhere? Because I, I need do. to see them. Please pull them up. So, I was thinking. <laughs> you see it? I'm gonna pee myself. Cut that mic. Mute. So listen, 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 listen. This is so funny. So this is so funny. Listen. So I remember. I saw. I was like. I was like. You know what? If everything's white, everything the background's white, we won't see what's going on. He's crying. Him. He's crying. <laughs> He's like crying. So, so what I did was I did that. So I got a white blanket. I threw it over the dad. He <laughs> <laughs> turned into a ghost. <laughs> it was oh, the man. dumbest photo. It was the dumbest photo I ever took. I was like, I'll fix it. Oh you literally have to find these photos on the yeah. post. I, I said, think you should make an Instagram oh account God, just for so this. Bad. I said, I'll fix that post. I was like, it's all white. I could just make everything white. And she, <laughs> did, did you fix these afterwards, Karis? Were you the one photoshopping these photos? I think you did the white and you did the black ones too. Yeah, I was like, I just in case the white doesn't. <laughs> I said, I threw a black plank <laughs> over there. Oh my you, God. Uh, like, in, in all this time, you didn't think about what. What, why are they thinking about me right now <laughs> at this moment? So I have a, so I have a picture of that sitting here. on the couch. Hold the baby. <laughs> Magic I'm show. I'm paying this, this person to take pictures of my newborn bucks. baby. 300 bucks. Hey, this is a lot, man. Yeah. Hell, not to do a newborn session. <laughs> For that quality, yeah. If I you know, guys want a newborn session, don't go to Ben Lau. Oh, go man, to Richard I'm and sorry. Andrea. I'm so sorry. Oh, please. No, but guys, I was 10 years ago. I know better now. But oh my God, it was the worst because... I have a picture of the dad. I had a BTS. I had the foresight to get some BTS of this. So I have dad sitting on the couch with a white blanket draped over him, <laughs> holding the camera. Oh, I couldn't even breathe. <laughs> you know, the past that with 100 degrees. And he has a blanket over him. He's probably like, you got, you got the shot? You got the shot? 
Oh You're like God. cousin it. Oh yeah, I'm crying. That's exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna find this photo. It's so funny. So that's what we go back to. <laughs> Stick to what you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you're good at what you do, do all kinds of things. You, you know what? You gotta find your lane and and, and stay in it. Yes. You know. But newborn Richard and Andrea are good at all our, the lanes. Our very Thank first you. newborn sessions were not not that, that good, uh, but they yeah. weren't that bad oh. either. <laughs> we were also uh, like trying to figure things out and like oh, what what things to buy oh what bin bag to get you know what like, helped with us like we we uh since the very beginning we said like we wanted our our newborn photography to be like simple and timeless mm-hmm. like i i admire i always find myself what looking on instagram like those those newborn photographers that do like these beautiful yeah. sets and everything and i i love looking at it but one, it's like, for me, it's just too much. Like, I don't have the creativity in my brain mm-hmm. or the time to think about the setup. And two, like, I just want it to look like there's no time to this picture. This newborn picture, you could look at it in 20 years, and there's nothing that says, like, this was taken at mm-hmm. this time. You yeah. know, it's, like, very timeless. Of course, like, we do, like, parents do come to us with ideas, like Pinterest boards and stuff. And we always try to deliver. But at the end of the day, like, we do what we know how to do and what we have perfected and then we try to go out a little experiment. bit of our comfort yeah. zone and experiment yeah. Yeah. yeah but if you guys ever need a um uh experienced poster baby oh andrea you does can give me actually a call. she's yeah. done that several times for other <laughs> photographers she'll go and do everything and mm. you just shoot it yeah, I could have used you ten years ago. Yeah, years ago. yeah. Oh, ten years. I wasn't as experienced as I'm going to say. Did you get more experience after having your own, or do you kind of learn as you no, went before? No, I learned as I. I, I as it did I get got. easier though. Um, I used to have a baby doll that mm-hmm. I used to post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Smart. the you know every time that I had a babies coming in, you know, I just kind of like I learned how to take my time and to not let. You know, people looking over me, mm-hmm. kind of like you know, affect yeah, 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 affect my my work, and I think that helped me a lot working at Mac like that because you know you have the eyes looking at you mm-hmm. like what you're doing, and that that helped me, you know, develop that like just to relax and. How do you guys kind cool. of um, teach your clients about like we're not just here from your engagement wedding? We also do all these other aspects of your life? Uh, like Richard mentioned before, we try to get very personal with our clients. And we also uh, post a lot of uh, things, of all the things that we do. So let's say like when we are photographing our engagement session, the couple is like, oh, I saw this baby portrait that you that you um, photographed last week or, oh, the, the the family portraits for Christmas, they're so cute. And, like, we try to put the thing out, you know, everything out there so people, like, actually our clients know that, like, look, you we're can give just, me a call uh, after. <laughs> yeah, that we're just not their wedding. Like, we've had clients tell us, like, during their engagement, like, oh, I can't wait to have a baby. I'm like, you didn't even get married yet. Like, <laughs> you know, so, yes. so, and then we've, so I feel like just Andrea does a really good job with the social media posting like a variety of like everything from, you know, fam from portraits to weddings to newborns. And then also when we do have a, a large amount of clients that we've done everything from engagements to like their third child. Mm-hmm. So we always make it a point to share, you know, the all those images, you know, maybe sometimes create like reels or, or uh, collages with like one of each event of their life. And I just feel like just putting that out there more people can relate and 
Yeah, and throughout the years, we we um, we had the so much luck and finding these clients that stick with us mm -hmm. like for years, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And so, now they're yep. they're family to us. Yep. yep. And that's uh, that's yep. beautiful. Awesome. So the other thing that I like to you know that especially with husband and wife teams mm -hmm. and stuff like is there because you mentioned that uh andrea does a lot of the social media do you, is, do you, is there any overlap in your in your duties as a husband and wife team do you guys have your land you stay in it like how's that, how's that am, I, am i about to start a, a, a counseling <laughs> session a therapy <laughs> session I, I right think, now i think we're pretty good i mean <laughs> it, it was never i mean it's never it's never perfect right we're always learning and stuff um I, I mean, in the very beginning, Andrea would get very upset at me of how, like, I asked her to do things or, like, you know. Still. This, still. This, I, I'm just going to end it right there. We're going to close that. Open the lid up a little bit. Don't close open it. that box. That's one thing. Just smell it. That's one thing agreed on. Between us, the Laos, you guys, uh, Even the, the cruises. cruises. Yeah. The wives don't like being told what to do. But I feel like. I mean, yeah, we like. To, to you know we want directions but you know the the delivery okay we'll mm. end it there because <laughs> this is going to open up a whole other can of worms this is what gets us listeners guys sure I lost my continue. train of thought <laughs> okay. so, so, so basically yeah. like now you know like we having having our own kids and like you know, just trying to figure out how to manage our time better. We we don't really overlap. Like Andrea, she's in charge of well dealing with the whole album design process, everything there. She's in charge of all the social media, like all the reels, everything. Andrea does that. I do all of the, you know, client stuff, and then all of the culling and editing, mm -hmm. and then pretty much yeah. I get the clients. <laughs> yeah, Andrea Andrea does the marketing, I do the actual booking and then you know the post processing. And we both shoot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you still you don't edit anymore, Andrea? You used to edit too, right? I used to edit. Nice. Uh, but now with three children. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I no, can't even it get she hard. edits like now, for instance, October, right? The fall is always our busiest time. So like if I start seeing that I'm running late on on deliveries, then she'll she'll, she'll After, pop in and yeah. edit. Do do you guys do consultations together? Um, no, I usually do all the consultations unless a client requests to do like a video console yeah, yeah. to meet us in person. Then I try to bring Andrea in, but we're very open with our clients too. Like, you know, I, I tell them like, Hey, you know, Andrea can't make it right now. She's putting one of the kids to sleep mm -hmm. or something. And they, mm -hmm. they understand. Yeah. Do they expect her to be there when you're, you're there? No, no. And same thing for engagements too. Like sometimes I go do the engagement sessions by myself. Sometimes Andrea uh -huh. comes. Mm -hmm. uh most of the time i do the consults by myself but i'm we're, i feel like when people already reach out to us they already have seen our, seen us online or social media even our instagram too like we share personal stuff on our instagram not just mm -hmm. photography stuff mm -hmm. so they already know like you know what's going on probably in our life so yeah. i think yeah. it's helped also even though we've had this conversation about like the name of the business when you're just richard b flores it's kind of like you've already set the expectation that like Richard's the guy. Andrea will come when she can, but it's not like, oh, Andrea's supposed to be here all the time. It's like, yeah. they know yeah. who they're they dealing with. They expect to see her all At some the time. Point, yeah. But like, I, I think Moses spoke about this too, right? In one of the podcasts mm -hmm. that, it's just not worth changing the name at this point, you know? Mm -hmm. I wish I could change it. I wish I could incorporate Andrea into it somehow, but we've been doing, we've been right. in business yep. for yeah. 20, uh, what, 13 years, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. it's like our brand, everything is everywhere. Yeah. yeah. 
And if she decides she wants to do like an uh, Andreas Flores uh, photography, you know, like a <laughs> hey, hey Andrea, hey Andrea, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a very easy detachment. Uh-huh. You know, it's not not that's the goal. Any. That's the goal for all the wives. Yeah. <laughs> easy that's detachment. She, yes. she could just easy remove detachment. the R. Yes, yes. But we, <laughs> we actually like not like we loved wedding. We loved what we did. We got very overwhelmed with what we did. Mm-hmm. We started thinking we should do other things than with our kids and stuff. You know, just life got crazy. And now we really love what we do because going out to do weddings is like our time to, like, okay, (laughs) we don't have to yell at anybody. We don't have to, like, put anyone time out. Like, you know, it's like our time to kind of refresh. So, like, we go to weddings and honestly, like... Sometimes I feel like I could sh- we could shoot our yeah. weddings with our eyes closed it's, it's, or it's like do a session. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. so how was that transition? Because you had your son, Julian, twenty eighteen. <clears throat> how was that process for you guys running the business and having one? With that with- was actually without a, a beautiful experience because, like, um, we used to live in Mayon. We had a two family ho- house. My in laws were downstairs, so anytime that we had to go away for a wedding or a shoot or a meeting, my in-laws were there. So great. Uh, but most of the time we brought Julian with us. To, to the wedding? No, no, to the studio. To oh, the yeah. studio. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And he used to play there. It was it was a great, you know, setup. We even had him there sometimes for meetings, like consults. And like, I mean, Julian's... Again, my, yeah, depends he's, on he's the different. client. Yeah. But like, so, yeah, depending on the client, like the client will walk in, Julian will go running to them. It was nice. I yeah. feel like... You know, if the client didn't like that, then you they know yeah, it wasn't yeah, for us. If you don't, yeah. yeah, if you don't like Julian, then you're not my client. Yeah, like, if you don't like, <laughs> exactly. Like if, you, if Ellie doesn't like you, you I can't. Sorry. You know? <laughs> when we had the twins, there it got challenging. Well, it, it got challenging when we moved, which was like mm-hmm. another leap of faith because we were like, okay, how, you know, how we're we gonna do this? But you know what? We'll just figure it out. We'll just make things will just happen. You know, the way they're supposed to happen, or however God wants it to happen. And then um, we had, and then we got the twins, and then we're like, "Oh shoot, mm. now what? How like yeah, this is gonna be change. tough?" That's how it changed because yeah. yeah. we from one we jumped to three, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, just personally, it, for me, just to write a simple email took me like two months, like just to the same person <laughs> try to actually make <laughs> to finish the email. <laughs> oh god, and I was like, that's nuts. My brain was just not functioning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, and then. Everything came after it, you know, the, taking care of a toddler, a three-year-old, and uh, and twin twins. girls, and the pandemic too. Mm-hmm. The girls came uh, during the pandemic, right? Yeah, uh, twenty twenty-one. So mm-hmm. it was like right after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a weird time for you guys. I remember seeing your video. You weren't allowed to be in the delivery room. Yeah, yeah no, no, because yeah. we had COVID. Yeah, uh, and in December twenty nineteen. Uh, 29, no, 2020. 2020. 2020, 2020, yeah. And 2020, then the girls and, came January 2021. 20, oh yeah, and I yeah, went yeah. for a completely different thing. And I had COVID, unfortunately. And and while I was in the hospital, on the third day that I was supposed to come back home, the girls decided to come in. <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> and unfortunately, they and stayed. And the hospital changed the... At 8 a.m. that morning, the doctor calls me saying, we're taking these babies out today. You'll be able to come. And then... 
20 minutes later, calls me back, the nurse, the managing nurse saying, oh, the hospital just changed the rules. You can't come. Whoa. So I had to yes. do the whole, the whole delivery happened. Like, luckily, the anesthesiologist, like, FaceTimed me. And Aww. he was there. And, like, I did the whole thing on. Uh, yeah, we wild. came out on the news and everything. Yeah. Oh, you guys were on the news? Yeah. yeah. Our, our whole video, our whole, like, behind oh. the scenes video. Everyone was like, stuff. oh, you guys should. I would have just, like, ran into the hospital and, like. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to get arrested. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, I at the end of the day, Andrea was healthy. The babies were healthy, you know? Healthy. But it was it was uh, so the, crazy. Yeah. I'm just getting the visual that so, so, uh, the anesthesiologist just like, just took the face He was FaceTiming me, and I remember the phone <laughs> dropped. While, and no, the phone dropped, and the FaceTime call. Oh, it was a C section. Yeah, yeah. It was a C section, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's <laughs> like the FaceTime in the room. The FaceTime just okay. <laughs> no, the phone the phone dropped, FaceTime call, like disconnected, and I was like, oh shoot, like I yeah. started freaking out. And then all of a sudden he called me back and he's like, Okay, we're good, we're good. All right, and then the you know that's nice. <gasps> yeah, that, Did you get that was a nice uh, thing. Did, I, to what? Do. Did you record it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, everything that, was recorded. That yeah. recording was with uh, the news. Mm. Uh, See, they were on the news for a special moment, not for throwing cats in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wasn't in the news. That was for Good Morning America. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then the girls came and, you know, it was just a long, it was like a, an adjustment for sure. It still is an adjustment, but, you know, like every day is a challenge. Of course. And we just deal with it. Some people are like, oh, you know, we're afraid to have kids because, but at the end of the day, you just, you deal you, with you, it, you, you figure it out, it out man. You, know? you figure it out. Yep. And, and I, it's very important to have like a support system, yes. you know, whether it's your family, your friends, your neighbors. Yes. Mm-hmm. You each know, other. it's like each other, yeah. obviously, you know, if yeah. we, that's why if we need to split up, if Julie needs to go to soccer practice or something, I know I can yes. go do a session or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I, I did, I did uh, step back from the business mm-hmm. a little. So, you know, but uh, that also kind of like uh, we had to decide to get help in the house too. So mm-hmm. I, I could come in again. Yeah. And yep. I would pick. definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. we're very lucky yeah. to have help. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. hire somebody ASAP. And that that age is is very they're very needy. Yeah, it's very yeah. very hard. Yeah. Yep. I think. Oh my gosh. I yeah. There's always. <laughs> uh, I feel like from Hispanic households, there's like this thing that that's frowned upon for not taking care of of, of your own kids and stuff like that. Every entrepreneur I've ever seen that has kids, they have someone helping mm-hmm. them, like mm-hmm. or someone that they're yep. in house. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this mentality is like flawed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so I mean, that's the old school thinking, yeah. right? Yeah. But but that haunts me every time. Yeah. I have to go sit down in the office to do like to post or do things on social media, and then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking I'm here sitting down posting on Instagram while my kids being watched for by another person. Yeah, we feel guilty you know? all the time. And it's like, but it's you just, just have like, to. You have to. It, I mean, I I say to myself like one of the things that makes me feel better is like yes. We're home. We're working. We're high. We're basically locked locked in the office to be able to get things done, but we're still home, mm-hmm. and we can see the kids. We we try to make an mm-hmm. effort to see with them. Mm-hmm. We try to make an effort to be with them during most important moments, especially dinner time for us. You know, unfortunately, like if I would have been working my nine to five, which mm-hmm. was never nine to five, I used to leave it like at seven. Mm-hmm. What what am I gonna do? Get home at seven o'clock, be with my child for forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, at least like here I can take. And now we ma- we try to manage our time a lot more. A lot and you better. have the flexibility. Like if you're in the office at ten a.m., something God forbid happens with mm-hmm. the kid, you can run out in a second yeah. and handle yep. it. I will say though, it does get a little bit harder when the kids start having 
more events because activities one, yeah yeah so one kid's in soccer right but the yeah other he has were... he has soccer and other stuff like four days a week so we're constantly having to like mm-hmm. yeah but the schedule man our calendar is like and and i have friends that have more kids too and they they're living this but this the calendar is yeah we only got two and i'm more I've... kids than three huh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we do have we do have friends that have yeah. more kids than three. yeah I don't know why, but <laughs> and one more, <laughs> and, and one more sanity. Oh my god, that was your mom. Yeah, my mom had five. When, yeah, when when I met Jen, so Jen has siblings that are triplets. Yeah. So when I met Jen, they were like oh. seven, eight years old. Her mother was like an Uber driver all day, like taking this yes. one to a sleepover, taking this one to baseball practice, this one to buy books. Like mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. nonstop all day, every day, mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with Asian households, right, it's a little bit different because it's not unusual to have three generations in one house. Mm-hmm. That's not unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so. it is. It is now nowadays still. Where, who do you know that lives with their parents other than us? Well, Benson. For <laughs> no, a <little> no one. <laughs> no one. <laughs> Benson for a little while. Benson for a little while. Yeah. Well, that's by, no. That was that was not their permanent situation. Yeah, but it's true too, because like you said, well, growing up, I think so. We lived with my my grandmother. He had his grandmother for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then as the generations went on, I think yeah, it's, yeah. it's not Even when normal I was anymore. Up, my my grandparents were always around. Well, that was your parents. I was actually raised by my grandparents. I, I didn't Me live too. With my grandparents. We did have one. Like it's not a regret, but like we kind of planned having our children around like the down the season for mm-hmm. weddings. Mm-hmm. That's why all of our kids were born in January. Yes. But honestly, I, I kind of regret that because, again, at the end of the day, you would have just figured we would have just figured it out, you know. And mm-hmm. sucks that our kids have wi- our winter babies, I, right? So I know we the can't. Really, but it's okay. We now what we do is we do like a half birthday, you know. Yeah, like in the summer, the we'll summer. have like a little party for yeah, them in the backyard yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Our, our first. They can have all their half birthdays in our pool. Our, our, no. our, oh, our, our, okay. Let me repeat that, please. It'll be recorded. One of my biggest <laughs> childhood traumas is not being able to have like a picnic or Aww. like a or your birthday. Because oh, all my friends did. They yeah. invited me to their little picnic parties. Yeah, yeah. And Listen, then they oh had, they had ice cream cake. I couldn't get ice cream cake because it was cold outside. Every year I you eat. Carvel cake. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? January 14th. It's the middle of our kids. So January 14th, uh, for this year's birthday, I'm going to bring an ice cream cake and a piñata. (laughs) (laughs) I got hit in the head one time with a uh, stick. Yeah, it's dangerous. (laughs) And a piñata, yeah. I was walking by and the the kids were blindfolded. We're gonna do a pinata, okay, for your birthday this January, okay? We're gonna do it right here. You know what we could do? Instead of candy, we'll throw memory cards inside. Like all kinds of memory card, you shake it, you just take all the memory cards. That's Dude, that's expensive. a lot of expensive. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think you are? Millionaire, billionaire? <laughs> How many this, albums I gotta sell, podcast, man? This podcast is not <laughs> making <laughs> any money. <laughs> um, oh but yeah, God. I mean, like having having help in the house has been one of our, our, our secrets to to why uh, we've been able to um, experience the success that we've had. You know, like if it weren't for Karis's parents, we wouldn't have what we have today. You know, because mm-hmm. there were a like, lot of weekends. I don't know how, otherwise, how do other people do it? I'm like, mm-hmm. exactly. we think about that yeah. all the time. Like, it's either like we hire help for the business or we hire help for right, the house. Right, yep. At the end of the day, like our house is like a business, you know, we have right. somebody helping us and we have to yep. run it that way. Yep. But I feel like our yep. business, like if we're more involved and, you know, I don't know, we can do better. Yeah. But yeah, you delegate, you, we, you delegate yeah. a lot of things. Yes. Yeah, I know. 
podcast. So on top of kids, you guys also have a whole farm. Why? I don't understand. Like you're like you're not like every time I see these uh, these reels, I was like, Richard, you you have that much time on your hands? Like you have three kids. I wake up very early. Tell us about your hobbies, Richard. Exactly. I have a lot of hobbies. Richard's hobby. I have a hobbyist at home too, so I know. I I have my hobbies too, but they don't involve seventy chickens. (laughs) Yeah, we have chickens, we have ducks, and that's it for now. Actually, we have a cat. Mm. But you're 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 trying to add more animals. Yeah, I don't think. What's on on the agenda for animals? No, no, that's I would like a goat though, (laughs) or two. They'll walk around and eat all the poison ivy. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they eat the poison. Oh, they can, they can eat poison too, ivy. Right? Yeah. That's the only thing that's telling me right now. But that's it. What is yeah. no. What about no, 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 no. Goat milk. No, no. There's an animal that'll protect the. Uh, it's a guardian livestock animal. Is it llamas or is it alpacas? The, oh, the alpacas protect livestock. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should get an alpaca. Definitely then. get an alpaca. Yeah. Yeah. But also, but alpacas. All right. Two <laughs> Actually, things. I have a I have a, a client who's like father-in-law is getting rid of his alpacas he messaged me the other day he's like hey you want the alpacas i'm like yo okay listen for those of you guys who are listening for those of you guys who are ugly though man i don't know for those of you guys who are listening i think they're ugly so for those of you guys who are listening right now andrea just gave the dirtiest look to richard right now all right so there's two things you got to know about alpacas i don't know if you might know this already right but number one you can't buy just one because they're herd animals. So you got to get at least two or three. Uh-huh. So ideally, it has to be three, right? Mm. And then that's number one, mm. all right? And number two... Um, there you go. So three of them. Three, what's that? three is the magical number that, that you have yeah, to yeah, get. All right. So uh, if you get like a purebred, nice fur, nice coat and everything, that's about $2,000 a pop, right? Ooh. However, if you get... It's like, not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. However, if you, you get the rejects... If you get the rejects, right? <laughs> the ones where the the pattern is kind of a little, a little goofy off. or a little off, right? Big spread. <laughs> those are those are five hundred dollars each. The little cross eyed. So, right? so, so more bucks. money because they're they're, they're cheaper. They're cheaper. Oh, cheaper. <laughs> like so five thousand. No, like, five hundred. Oh, don't, don't they use the them for fur or what? You can. Yeah, what yeah, are you yeah, using yeah. for? Using as a pet. Yeah, like wool. I think like. So you you know all this because you were researching for yourself. Yes. So they are five hundred dollars. Those the rejects. For, for like oh. not the full bread. Yeah, not the pure we have, bread. Oh, they're we have full bread. The, it's just they're yeah, We have used the chicken for a photo shoot though. Yeah. Yeah, we did. But imagine if you had it's a it's a it's alpaca. a it's, for, it's, for it's a business expense. For Christmas. It, it's a business expense mm-hmm. if you buy an alpaca I mean, and you I do I feel like shoots. my little farm is a business expense because the clients come they do their photo shoots of the kids and the kids go in the back look at the chickens feed them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a business expense. Sometimes they get it's eggs. a petty zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So alpaca same thing, right? So you want to walk my alpaca around my property, right? You know, whatever. And, and that's a business <laughs> expense. People bring Andrea's them to weddings. You. So you could, you could charge them to bring them to a wedding. Yes. They bring them out to weddings all the time. Yep. Like they, they, yeah, they, they yeah. have the bow tie yeah. or the, the, the flower. They're like popular. I think there's an alpaca farm near us, actually. This bluebird alpaca is, is uh, out. I don't yeah. know. Uh, what you call it? Um, Waterloo Village has them, too. Uh, yeah, they bring them. Yeah. Anyway, you can get the rejects. The cross-eyed ones for 500 bucks. The cross eye one. Look at that. Like, <laughs> Five hundred bucks. You know when I get home today, I'm gonna be googling alpacas. <laughs> I can see myself uh, traveling by myself, <laughs> which I don't mind. But 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 you can't just get the because if you're gonna use these alpacas offsite, you also need to buy a trailer. 
And then you got to install the trailer hitch. No, no, to no, no. I'm, I'm okay with the chickens <laughs> and home. the ducks. Right. I don't know. A lot of things that we still need to do to the house in order to get, did, before cool, getting any animals. The cool thing about alpacas, they only shit in one area too. So you don't need to clean up the whole yard. They only shit in one area. Did you okay. know that? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. They know where the bathroom what is. What do they eat? Grass and hay. And, okay, and feed and good. feed and whatever feed could use it as fertilizer for the garden. Mm-hmm. You want? Well, it's like little pellets, I guess, sort of like deer, like deer. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. No right. more research. <laughs> Listen, really I really like alpacas. alpacas. Like, I didn't careful. do this. This is not a new thing. I know, you know, it's similar. When, when ben, gets, ben gets his alpacas, I'll be moving out. <laughs> <laughs> the I told I told our kids right because Karis's retirement plan is that she's gonna move into the city. I was like I was like well I I would my retirement plan I'd like to have a farm with alpacas and maybe a garden. Those are two totally different yeah. like what? dreams and, and, a, pi- our, like, and a pizza oven our, and a pizza oven. Our, yeah. our ultimate dream is a farm. Like we would like a very big piece of land with a farm and. But now where yeah. we live now. You know what's funny though? That no, we show up to Richard weddings and like to that morning, like I like I dress up all <laughs> in my my whole like wedding clothes <laughs> with my with my suit and everything. And then I put on my high boots that go up to here, rain boots, walk out to the chickens to feed them before I leave to a wedding. <laughs> clients are, and then clients see like our TikTok or something and yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. I saw you with the chickens yeah. this morning. <laughs> and now I'm here photographing their, their, their morning. Hey, do you have ducks? We do. Don't they spit at you? Alpacas? The ducks? No, 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 no. But alpacas will spit at you if they're angry with you, but don't, you know. And they scream too, right? Don't they scream, make crazy noises? Well, why would you? Yeah, but they... They don't. Ah, you're killing like the dream here for them. <laughs> and also, saying. and also, you can't pet them on the head either. Yeah, wait, I actually wait, you have, have evidence. Oh, there you go. Oh, you did record that. Oh, shit. Yeah, in your work clothes. Oh, work clothes. Look at this. Feeding <laughs> 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 oh, I don't think we saw the ducks last time. No, they're big <laughs> now. They're big. Yeah, they look yeah, like what full are those, out. Uh, what's they the look difference like the, what is that duck? The Aflac duck. Yeah, what's the difference between that Aflac duck and like the little little smaller ducks? There's a because we got three of those like. The Aflac ducks? ducks and then one other one, like a, uh, a regular a, a small, dark like duck. a Long Island duck that you And eat. then there's one that's called like a runner duck. Oh, I don't know. I didn't water? know it was supposed I didn't know because they were all small, so but it it's a runner oh, duck. They're running the water. What's a runner duck? They like they don't really go in the water though. They run more. But do, they do your like ducks have water almost. to swim in? Or you give them a Just little Just a little 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 thing for them to go do in they and shower. Not fly out of the little no, I mean not yet. I don't know. We're going to move them soon. They're going to start migrating with the geese. Yeah. <laughs> so long. No, uh, I saw this video recently, right? Where this chicken, this lone chicken was raised by uh, with ducks, right? And this chicken thought it was a duck. So it would hop into the pond and just like, just paddle around. But, can't but fly. Yeah, you're not going to No, 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 no. But so the chicken cute. floats. Apparently a chicken floats in the, the pond. The chicken floats, but it can't fly. The duck. No, but anyway, it was raised on this farm. It was the only chicken in this Chickens family. Chickens don't float. Apparently don't? this duck. No. Apparently this I chicken think they does. don't. They can't swim. No, no, you should look it up. It's pretty funny. This chicken <laughs> thinks it's a duck, and uh, it's paddling yeah, around. Half chicken, half duck. Really? Yeah. It looks like a chicken has webbed feet. Yeah. All right, what's, what's next for the the farm of, Flo- of Flores? Uh, nothing right now. Goat, I think it's just maintaining. <laughs> yeah, no, Goats, no, no. maybe We're, alpacas. I would like it. I would like it, but I'm not gonna do that. I don't want to risk. Oh, you know marriage. what we should get? <laughs> we should get um the fainting goats. Those are cute. I see them all the time. They were actually you scare them and they 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 pretend to die and they like go up. (laughs) They were selling two for like ninety dollars or something. I was like, yo, that's a steal. It's only an hour away. What about pigs that they were giving it for free? Oh, the pigs too. Yeah, little pigs. Yeah, but pigs grow to be big pigs. Get mini pigs. 
No. Get a little mini pot belly or big, a big mini, one? No, not no not they're mini small because they're always giving them away. So, uh, we want to hear a funny story about yeah. pigs. Hey, have you guys they ever grow, been to... And uh, they have a lot, large litter. Have you guys ever been to Indian Trail Club? Yes. All right. So oh, yeah. uh, the maitre d' uh, uh, or the catering director, she owns, she has a pig. It's a big pot belly, right? Indonesian pot belly or something like that, right? And originally when she got the pig, it was like really, really tiny. Now it's a really big ass pig, right? So the funny thing is, uh, oh, by the way, she, uh, she has her own um, Instagram account. Instagram. Okay. A, wow. pig, send that to me. Yeah. A pig named Ruby, right? So in any case, um, that pig, a couple stories. Number one, it bit Ellie. I mean, bit, bit, Ellie, it bit, me. It bit Karis on the kneecap one time. It was so funny. <laughs> so was, so the, the lady goes, oh, here, give give the pig. Uh, like she brings it to the wedding? That, that goldfish treats just out at the bar, right? Just for guests to eat, right? She's like, oh, she likes goldfish, right? So I was feeding the pig goldfish. like, And then once I stopped feeding it, it bit me. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 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 so it had like little like bite mark. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell, pig? <laughs> she, bring, she brings the, the pig to the weddings? The pig's like hanging out in yeah, the back. Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, that's it's, so funny. It's I've never seen it. Know about it. Like, but the she, pig's she not there anymore because the but thing I is, the pig is too big now. And not only that, the pig attracts a lot of attention because it's really cute, mm-hmm. right? So they don't want to they don't want to pull attention away from the bride and groom, right, so they keep yeah, the pig yeah. away, it right? Used to come yeah, out, we didn't yeah. see it when we were. There. I never yeah. saw it. So like, but the thing is, you know who's the big big mouth here in all of us six? Do you know who the biggest mouth is? You, me. So like, so I've been telling all the brides like, yo, there's a pig on site. Ask for the pig. Ask for the pig, right? So they were like, no, like. There's no, no pig. More. There's yeah, no, no pig bird. on site. Now Not, there's a bird. There's a bird. There is an African gray who talks. Now there's a bird. Yep. <laughs> now there's a bird. Oh my God. And, and you told everybody on the podcast. <laughs> I told everybody on the podcast, yo, there's a bird on site. So uh, ask for the bird. There's a parrot on site. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, uh, next time I come to your house, I expect to see some fainting goats. And <laughs> maybe an alpaca. An alpaca. <laughs> At least three alpacas. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll that would be a long, long time then. <laughs> Since we can maybe you could see have, you. Uh, <laughs> with next to Richard and you guys could Yeah, you guys should move. And out, then out I'll there. just be in the city, okay? Just FaceTime me. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm yeah, I I have this greenhouse that you know, during COVID I had nothing to do, right? And I thought so I thought I was you know, this is when weed was um um legalized. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna grow some weed also. So I need a farm for that. Yeah. I can't do it in the she shed. <laughs> no, you, you, need light. you need light. We have a greenhouse. You can do it there. So I'll, I'll be chilling <laughs> oh with my, my alpacas God. and just, you know, eating some brownies with my alpacas. That would be yeah. good. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. We have to keep that retirement plan. That's our retirement plan. Al- alpacas <laughs> with weed. And yeah. weed and pizza. That's it. I have a. I, so we told the kids. I'll pack your weed. Let's call it. I'll pack your weed. So I told the kids. I was like, "Hey, kids, you wanna you wanna hang out with your mom? Like, if, if mom and dad got separate houses, one in the city and one one in uh you know in the countryside, where would you go? It's like, but my house has like brick oven pizza and alpacas. They chose brick oven pizza. Oh, right. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was like, that's pizza? totally fine. Yeah, Rachel has pizza the too. Uni, brick yeah. oven pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We have the uni. The uni. That's that was right. all hooked. Oh, one thing I did want to talk about with you guys, because we touched on it a little bit with the client episode, um, was about how we all kind of transitioned to a new model for the past year, which was no longer just handing over digital files to clients and focusing really on the tangible products. So how's that transition been for you guys? Yeah. So it has definitely been an adjustment. I mean, we went from starting our photography business uh, selling albums we had a studio for six, seven years selling albums. Then the pandemic hit. No more studio. We noticed that like these clients were like our clients were taking years to do their albums. Andrea would do follow ups constantly and just like 
two, three years, four years even will well, pass. Well, you know what? If to her, I mean, in her defense, it takes her two months to write an email, so. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, she, she was, that was, during, that was when, like when the girls were born. Be After careful, man. That was in postpartum. Postpartum. <laughs> you can hear, you know. All right, so it took, it took a lot of follow-ups. Let's so, go there. Yeah, yeah. It, took, it took a lot of follow-ups, and then we were just done with albums. We were like, we never yeah. want to do albums mm-hmm. anymore. We, we, we removed albums from all of our packages. It was like strictly shoot and deliver right how mm-hmm. big was your backlog we had like Oof. almost 40 weddings that didn't they never got their album mm-hmm. and we did everything that we that we thought we could do to they try ordered to albums them. but you never fulfilled no, it their albums were included in their packages oh, you never but they never they never came back they never came back we sent designs mm-hmm. we tried to schedule mm-hmm. and nothing uh, i even like started just like um, designing something that they it was included not to in order to absolute but just to get it mm-hmm. get it out the get door and they, and they still wouldn't do it they would just you know they would just take and then like you know we would notice that we had like these two two year old clients that would come back to us two years later oh can we do our album so it wasn't until like Jen and Ro told us we were hanging out one day and they were like you guys need to get back into IPS you know these are the this is the pros of it and like this is why so they convinced us and we switched over everything so we went from albums to no albums to now having to figure out again how we're going to sell albums again mm-hmm. included in everything and like actually there's a story i like to tell clients that this happened a, a while ago but we were in asbury park shooting an engagement session and andrea and i went to this like restaurant because we were done with the session we walk in it had great reviews and we walk in it was like a bunch of old like old elderly people right like in their 80s who were like oh man like we just walked into like the wrong restaurant We're right seniors. <laughs> and it's nursing seniors home. yeah <laughs> and uh, so we sat down for dinner and like it was like a long like booth kind of right and next to us was a was a two older couples and the lady just pulls out an album from the side to show them their wedding album and Aww. for the next 2 hours we were eating dinner listening to these two couples go over their entire wedding day and like and, uh, yeah. and i always thought about that even when we decided not to do albums anymore i always thought about that as like in the back of my head like you know damn like at least this is why we do what we do right like wedding photography at least they have that but now that we do albums that we've been doing it for a little over a year like we always think about this we always think like how you know how important it is for them to have this like f- something physical after yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a, part, a large part of you know uh, why it was a little difficult for you to to incorporate this, you know, you had three kids in the house, you know, the uh, the you know to to design the album. There takes a lot of time designing, you know, follow ups, like follow-ups, redesigning, yeah. editing. You know? So having so having yeah. someone delegating that to someone else to handle that for you, that was a that was the only reason why we agreed to this as well. You know, there's no way like you know between Karen and myself, we have two kids. But even though technically speaking, you know, you she's have a single time. parent. It's, it's just my, my Karis has two kids. I have you two have kids. Time. I have two kids. Yes. You know, uh, Karis's kids. And I, you know, there's no way that we could squeeze in more time to service them with IPS. You know, yeah. So uh, this arrangement that you know all six of us use, um, you know, this is an arrangement that worked for our business model as well. Yeah, you know, it's nice. And then on top of that, like, we will never hear a client say that they've never gotten their album. Mm-hmm. from anyone like our clients as you guys know get their albums within a, just a few months after we shoot mm-hmm. their wedding they mm-hmm. have like you know this beautiful design beautiful book in front of them for mm-hmm. forever so it's nice to not have to worry about it mm-hmm. and, and actually to add to this 
you know, not only our wedding clients get albums, but now like all of our newborn clients Good. get albums. All of our maternity yeah. uh, sessions get albums. So it's nice. I, I did enjoy that video that your client posted when uh, you guys showed her her like uh, her, her wall art. Oh, yeah. And she was like in tears. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. amazing. So is the wall yeah. art IPS too? Uh, yes. Yes, it was actually. Yeah. We do. And um, I did it myself. It was, oh, it's you guys did yeah, it. Yeah, Andrea did mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that client we did. Uh, they we didn't do their wedding because they didn't know us at the time. Mm-hmm. But we did their first maternity, first newborn, second maternity, second newborn. We did like two two years of holiday sessions with them. We did like family portraits, and er- they have albums for everything that we've done for them since the very beginning. So nice. they have like probably like six seven books. Yeah, that's a, that's awesome. probably gonna be that's. I get like the most gratifying thing in what we do as photographers, you know, we don't just capture the weddings, but we get to see these faces, familiar faces. And she told us, Mm -hmm. she told Andrea that, that her mom had barely any pictures of her, like physical prints, Mm -hmm. pictures. Mm -hmm. And that's why for her, it's so important that she has these physical images, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, we, we did a wedding, I think last year where the, uh, the bride had her mom's uh, wedding album at the wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. And everybody can look through it. Why would she bring it to the wedding? It, it was, was like on the, you know how they usually have oh, a table, table or, with like yeah, their yeah. photos of yeah, like past couples. So she incorporated yeah. their album too. All right. But right. here's yeah. the thing. She didn't get an album. Yeah, oh. that was weird. We <laughs> could not convince her to buy an album. She has not bought an mm. album. I was like, Well, you know what it is? Maybe she's not getting it from you. She's probably getting it on Shutterfly or Walmart yeah, or something. Possible. Probably. But yeah. to see that, to me, it's like, all right, you mm. value yeah, like yeah. this. And yeah, we, but even like, if you think about it, those memory stations right where they have like these beautiful frames mm-hmm. and these old pictures of like generations mm-hmm. and generations you know it's just contradicting the fact that you're not printing your own yeah. stuff because mm-hmm. you're taking the time to look through these pictures print mm-hmm. them and put them on your wedding for display but then you don't you just want everything to live on your phone mm-hmm. like in 20 years 30 years when your kids get married what, yeah. what are you gonna do you're gonna try to put, put find your down. old iphone yeah that's, you know? that was so, the reason why we started we we, we bought onto this uh um uh, this whole entire concept, because the thing was uh, earlier this year, I don't know if I shared this with you guys, right? I shared them, I shared it with the Molinas, but uh, earlier this year, I lost one of my hard drives for my personal photos. Like I'm, we're really good with taking care of our client photos, but our personal photos, like not so much. And I uh, lost the hard drive after great expense. We were able to recover the images. I was like, this can't happen again. Because the thing is, you know, in, in the back of my mind, I was like, you know, there will come a time when I'll, I have enough time to turn these into prints and albums that time. Like, 10 years goes by, 15 years goes by, and, like, I never got around to doing it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and I lost all these images. And, like, what if something happened to me in Karis? What if something happened to me in Karis and that hard drive is no longer there, right? Like, our kids will never have those pictures ever again if it's not in printed form. Now, you could say, like, well, they can live on the cloud somewhere. It's safer than being in a hard drive, right? But the yeah, thing is, that, hard, is that hard drive is not, if, if that cloud storage is not being paid for, if Karis and I yeah, are no longer around, gets, that's also gone as well. Gone, yep. mm-hmm. you know yeah, I mean? um, Andrea doesn't have that many pictures of herself as a child, but luckily my parents do. Like my parents have al- like albums and albums. You know, you would just print the yep, picture and put it in the little started, slip. Yep. But they have hundreds and hundreds yeah. and hundreds of yeah. of Im- of pictures printed. Yeah, so is- maybe that comes from yeah. We can do some tea. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's tea. It? Someone. It's in not this someone. It's a whole bunch of people. No, but someone started it. Someone mm-hmm. started it. It was like a post, I think. And you basically post like one picture or whatever. A few pictures. A few pictures. In this group, you post a series of your work and people just like tell you how much 
you should be charging. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Right. It, it, it that's was... a horrible thing to do. Why would they do that? <laughs> All right. Well, well let's, Richard, I want to hear what your thought is. Like, why, do, why is this so horrible? Because, well, for, first of all, like I've never, I'm very proud to say I never price shopped other mm-hmm. photographers. Like, and I know that's happened to us for for a fact because people just are dumb and writing their emails. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally from the get go, like, our pricing was just trial and error, trial and error, trial and error. Mm-hmm. And like, and then as it, as we started growing, like, we would raise our prices, drop our prices, raise our prices, drop them until we find the happy medium. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at the end of the day, like even now, like yes, the market is very competitive, and you know where you are, your your whoever other photographers are in the area too. Mm-hmm. But it's what it's worth to you. Like, what does it matter what this person is gonna says that your work is worth? It's like what is that time worth to you? The time, like for me, I won't leave the house for X amount of money because it's it's not worth it. I'd rather be with my kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I can't even imagine. I mean, how crazy this group is right now what do you feel are some of the main factors that you that you've considered when you were like pricing your business well first like we have our financial goals mm-hmm. right what are the certain the our the financial goals and numbers that we that we need to make to cover things and numbers that we want to make to achieve the next level of things and then now that, you know, we have our three kids and our family, like time, like what is it worth for me to, I, I want to be able to give, you know, my parents did a great job at giving me everything that they could, even though they didn't have it, but I don't want to feel like I don't have it. I want to, we want to feel like we have everything that we can to give our kids even more than they deserve. So, you know, we just price it based on that. Which makes total sense. Yep. You know, there's a lot of, there's a, that's some of the main factors and also your market location. So in this group, one of the posts, it, it's been like, I don't I can't even count how many posts. I got to look now. this up. But <laughs> yeah. one, in spe- one specifically that really caught my attention was this uh, photographer just moved from Europe to uh, the Boston Brazil, area. Brazil, actually. Brazil. Yeah, he, he was in Brazil, then Europe somewhere. And oh, then, okay. And then he moved to the Boston area. So he's new. New to this market. Doesn't know anybody. Right. And his work was insane. Like, awesome. Amazing photographer. So he posts his work. Everyone's like, minimum 15000 There's no reason why you shouldn't be charging minimum 10000 10000 Yeah, but 15, he doesn't 000. have any clients. He exactly. needs to grow. He needs exactly. to get himself out there. So like, mm-hmm. he, I think he was charging, uh, realistically, like four to 5000 That's nice. That's not too bad. Which That's is, manageable. Which is great, yeah. So, you know, he found it funny that people were telling him, like, he, it was more like, let me just stroke my ego a little bit and see what people are saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, you know, he's telling, he's, he didn't specifically say the price point, but he kind of like gauged that, that range. And people were like, look at, are you crazy? Like, you're crazy to be charging that low. Like, but that's what this been, has been happening in this group. Like, everyone's posting, you know, these amazing photos. You're like, oh my God, $10,000. Another post, this guy, this person was like in the Midwest in a small town. Really good work. $15,000 you should be charging. I mean, at the end of the day, like if you're in an area that, you know, our, our clients, they're, you know, unfortunately I wish, but kind of I don't wish. Like maybe if they were 15,000 clients, they wouldn't be the type of clients that we like to work with, mm-hmm. you know? So it's also, I, I think it has a lot to do with like the area that you're in, mm-hmm. you know. There's so many factors. Who you're trying to target. If mm-hmm. you're in that niche market where you have very high-end, very luxurious high-end weddings, 
But at the end of the day, like, you know, with our IPS, I think we get pretty close to some yes. of the five not, not, not all high ticket items or not all high ticket clients are a pain in the ass. You know, I mean, you have low ticket clients who are also a pain in the ass too. You know what I mean? So like, it's not mutually exclusive. But uh, but I will add to what you said earlier. You know, uh, you know this photographer came from Europe and you know coming here to the U.S. He's and charging brand new to to the Listen, area. I know. I I'm personal. We're personal friends with the top photographer in Europe, right? He's he's from Italy, right? And he's telling me like, yo, I it's a miracle if I can charge more than twenty five hundred USD mm-hmm. in in yeah, his in area. In his area, right, yeah. It's like, but his work. He's the number one photographer in Europe, in Italy, yeah. right? I'm like, dude, twenty five hundred. I was like, dude, you can get easily four or five thousand dollars here. But then, you know, what do I know, right? Mm-hmm. So like, uh, but yeah, he was like, yeah, I'll associate shoot for you for a thousand bucks. I'll fly, I'll pay for my own plane ticket to come from <laughs> Italy to come here to shoot with you for a thousand bucks. I was like, well, I mean, we got an issue with visas and whatnot, but <laughs> <laughs> but at the, I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, yo, if these, if if it, if it were legal for these Europeans to come over here. I mean, it would be game over here because yeah. there's so much talent there. Yeah. When when we were in uh, Spain, we were looking for a couple to take pictures of while we were there. And we were emailing a bunch of planners. So one planner couldn't find us a couple, but she volunteered her and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're both planners. They mm-hmm. they own a, a wedding planning business. And, you know, as as like uh, we, we did it just for fun, you know. So mm-hmm. the husband was like, you know, as a... As a to pay it back, I would love to you know get you a wedding here. He was like, "What's your range?" And I told him like what we start at, and he was like, "I can't get you a wedding yeah. here." Mm-hmm. He was like, "The best of the best in Spain is like like about two thirds of what we start at." Mm-hmm. That's and, the same and, thing in Argentina. Yeah, like, it's crazy. Anywhere in the world, U.S. is one of the most yep. expensive markets to get married. Wedding. In. Yep. It's also the cost of living too. Like the yes. cost of living in Argentina, the the weddings that we shot in Argentina because we did shoot what three we did three weddings there we we charged them for it but there was no way that we charged them what what, we, what you charge they here just, mm-hmm. there's no way they could afford it you know so we adjust mm-hmm. we adjust to it but so we that, didn't you know, ask so you're talking about that midwesterner who who's uh you in know small town small town in in the midwest there's no way i mean and, the cost and, of living is going to be a little lower there. and here's people telling this person you should be charging 10 or fifteen thousand. you know there's so much more there's so much more to your pricing than just the number that you put on the price tag that you put on your product, you know. So what yeah. does the guy do? He he raises his pricing to fifteen thousand. He realizes he that nothing. he's not booking anything, and then he has to lower yeah, it again. Yeah, he books nothing. I think it's skewed too because it's for other photographers who could tell the difference in your work and be like, "You're amazing. I know what went into this. I know the talent that you have." But the regular people, they just also- see like, "Oh, it's a pretty picture," and they're not going to value it at fifteen thousand as we as other photographers would. Mm-hmm. They would just be like, "You're ridiculously expensive. I'm not paying for that," and get. Regular Joe Schmo for three thousand dollars. Also, like, how is this guy too? Because like, it's not only the work. Mm-hmm. We all know that. It's like the person, the experience. person behind the camera, yeah. the experience. You you can have someone who doesn't take that many great photos, or their photos look very posed and mm-hmm. like very, you know, unnatural. But they just have that reputation of being a higher end, you know, and they and they make this amount of money. These these are all the things that I covered in last night's live. You know? Oh, you did? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, there's a lot of things that go into this. You know, it's it's not just the pretty photos. Because the thing is, I tell everyone this. What you're selling is not just pretty photos. Because the thing is, pretty photos at reasonable prices, fair prices, those clients can get them anywhere. You know, you, if you think that you're the you're the only photographer in town, you're out of your mind, okay? There are at least five to ten other photographers in your market who can shoot in a similar style as you do, okay? And if you're competing on that alone, the cheapest will always win. And that's why you have all these photographers who are struggling to get bookings. They're like, oh... 
you know, like, um, you know, I keep losing the clients. They say, you know, that so-and-so is offering it for cheaper or whatever, and I'm losing, uh, you know, they're telling me that I'm overpriced and whatnot. I'm like, that's because you're competing on just portfolio, and that's it, you know? And, and I think that's, in this group, that's what they were, you know, judging and, and basing their, I guess, their assumptions on, you know, just the portfolio alone. It's more than just that. It's the experience that you bring to the table. It's it's your person. Your, your personality and, and all those other intangibles that you bring to the table. People don't understand that. It's not the photo that's the product. You are the product. Mm -hmm. You are the product, okay? That's what you need to sell. And I think people need to understand that when they're pricing themselves. Yeah. I'm very passionate about this. Good job, preacher yeah, loud. Nice. That was great. <laughs> that was great. I think we end right there. I think you're worth $15,000. <laughs> But so what, they, were people getting upset at this? No, like, or it, it just what, became what, like what a happened hot topic? is that I feel like it's it's in that group. There's a lot of a lot of people that are starting out, and it's, it's starting to create this like unrealistic um, like perception that everyone should be charging these like these the, the, you know what you're worth or whatever. You should Which transition is, that group into the New Jersey brides group, and then, yeah. and then you know, see how quickly they charge fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. And, and what's happening is also uh, another way to look at it too is that some people whose work um, wasn't as amazing, right? But it was solid. People are telling them, "Yeah, you're in the twenty five hundred range," and they're they're averaging five figure weddings, no problem. That's it. And now they feel you know, insulted. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and, I don't know, who asked this question? Why do? Why no, it just started. It just started by itself. And the thing person. is, who cares? Yeah. Who cares what you're charging? Yeah. You're putting food on a table. You get to do. Listen, I used to work at a chicken factory. Okay, I, but right now I make enough money to feed my family. We go on nice vacations. We we spent an unspeakable sum on our anniversary dinner, you know, like, <laughs> like you did it. No, I didn't pick that restaurant. <laughs> you you drank you drank two bottles of sake. <laughs> you wanted that extra thing. Right. But but, but the thing is, but the thing is, it doesn't matter what you make. If, if if you're making money, you're putting food on the table, you're providing for your family, you're doing what's right for your clients, you right? Everyone money. has different yes. goals too, yeah. you know, different yeah. financial you know? goals. Yeah. Like I remember when uh, when when uh, Aro and I we were attending a workshop or something like that and some girl came up to us and asked us what we charged and we just threw a number out right well, it's like, it doesn't really matter but I'll tell you what we charge it's like oh my god that's what you charge I charge double what you guys charge <laughs> and Rolando's like yo slow your roll lady <laughs> but look, wait, I just wait. met you like five minutes ago man like, on, on top of that I bet you she does five weddings it's ten weddings a year <laughs> so like it's, stuff like that is pointless you that's know? probably yeah. why pointless. Like, that's probably why in the beginning like we fluctuated so much because we would do these workshops of exactly. these very well-known photographers who were charging a minimum of fifteen grand, and then like my pricing went from twenty five hundred to nine thousand, right? Mm -hmm. Like overnight, <laughs> like they, I, you know. And they, I, I, they like, probably probably went to WPPI because when I remember the first time I went there and I came back home and I was like, oh, we should be way uh like charging more this amount, more, this amount, and blah blah blah, know? and that's what we did. We bring up our pricing and then we find ourselves, uh-oh, no, I think yeah. you should have done that. <laughs> not the right call, and right? That, yeah. That's why we're, I mean, we're, you guys know, we're very open with our pricing. Like, I don't care sharing it, you know, because yeah. at the end of the I'm day, the like, yeah. you know, if we book the wedding and they're happy, mm -hmm. you know, they pay us X amount and then we'll book them for the maternity. We'll book them for the newborn and, you know. But you I think know, the common denominator so. with all of us, you know, we're all just trying to, hear, we're all here trying to make an honest living. We're not trying to like bamboozle our clients mm -hmm. or anything like mm -hmm. that. No. You know, we're, we're, we're putting in a full day's work. And help each other, like help each other out yeah. as yeah. photographers. Build that community, you know? mm -hmm. a trustful and honest community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know this one photographer. 
purportedly makes $20,000 a year, right? They didn't even buy me a $3 slice of pizza. This motherfucker still owes me $3, all right? He took me out to lunch, they didn't even <laughs> buy the pizza. For his workshop. For his workshop, he told everybody, let's go for lunch. And this person ordered a pie and charged everybody for the slice. <laughs> Ridiculous. Like, and you no paid him for the workshop? Yeah, I paid him for the workshop. Uh, I think it was 700 a person. So for both of us to be there, it was like about fifteen hundred. Like Yikes! No way. <laughs> to two dollars. <laughs> you want slice? Like seriously, bro. This wasn't. No, this was not. Lunch. Hey, you gotta get close. Like, you gotta get close. It was so like, like an after part. After everything was oh, over. Oh, after the workshop. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's, let's go, go, go for pizza, guys. Let's go for drinks and pizza, right? His idea. Oh, so we all went out. Like maybe like eight, seven, eight of us went out, and then like. He made so us all pay like, for our pizza. pizza. I guess that's the person stops, who looks at the, like, oh, he buys, the receipt. He, he didn't even ask what we wanted. He just orders the whole thing. And he's like, oh, here. Who Everyone take a slice. And then here, give me three, like five give me three bucks. bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious right now? I'm in shock. I'll be shocked. This is a guy we'll, that charges $20,000. We'll, we'll tell you who it is. Uh, we'll tell you who it is uh, after we We did a workshop. We did two workshops in Argentina, three. And like, we we. We know that the financially in Argentina, the money is like way less, you know, sure. so like we couldn't charge like a thousand dollars, you know, right. but we did have to give a price because you want these people, you want them to value what they're receiving. So we did price it, you know, a, a small amount. But I remember like, we didn't, we didn't do it w- with the intention of making money. Making we actually, money. the money that we made, we just threw it back into mm-hmm. everyone. We had mm-hmm. like a nice dinner. We mm-hmm. just, you know, mm-hmm. fun, yeah. yeah. And it was yeah, just a nice it. experience overall. It, yep. It's an honest living. Yes, and, you know, yes. there are worse things that we could be doing in our lives, you know? And it, all that thing is skewed. Like, so what if people pay you 20 grand, right? I, I could charge 20 grand. And I'll do five weddings a year, you know? like Or, or, or one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it's more of like, if you really want to flex... Show me, show me your W two. Yes, show yes. me your your your, your tax <laughs> your tax uh, yep. documents. Yep. You know yep. that that's a flex. Yeah, I was like, why are you flexing like that? I just yeah. met you five minutes ago. I remember when she was flexing in front of you. I was like, girl, you've only been doing this for three years, okay? Like everyone's Karen different, Poole? right? Everyone is like everyone's personalities are different. You know, it seems like we're all very similar in the sense, like you know, just we have good clients that we're happy with. Like a lot of our clients, we become very close friends with, and you know. Just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's Enjoy. the moral of the story, right? Like, th- it doesn't matter what it is that you Seems charge like every moral for your clients. <laughs> no, 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 no. This was a different Be one. Nice. Like- no, no, the moral of the story that, uh, of this, uh, the moral of the story of, uh, of today's tea is like, you know, just charge. Do This is your own business. You do whatever the hell you want, all right? Don't let other people dictate how you run your business, okay? Only you know what's right for your business. Only you know what's right for your clients. You do you, okay? Be yourself, all right? Fuck all that noise. Mm-hmm. I just got to make enough money to feed my kids and my chickens. Right, right, right. <laughs> and your future goats and alpacas. <laughs> Andrea's like, she's rolling her eyes right now. It's like slot machines. <laughs> <laughs> and also be allowed yourself to, you know, to make mistakes and, mm-hmm. you know, find their ways. Because probably something that you think that it will work, it doesn't, it won't. And then you have to readjust again. Mm-hmm. One more thing I wanted to add because I mentioned this on last night's live, right? A lot of the people that you take advice from, or a lot of the people that you see advice from, like on, on social media and stuff, you shouldn't be taking advice from these no. people. Okay, a lot of them they they don't even run successful businesses themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have a they don't oh, have no. a lifestyle. They don't have a lifestyle that you want either. I'll tell One you of the what. things we learned. Are you gonna? I think I know where you're going. No, no. Oh. Uh, the <laughs> pandemic. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, exposed so many big names. Mm-hmm. The pandemic, like you know, all these, you know, like rocks. I would I would call them rock star, like educators or photographers that we all know. 
And during the pandemic, they're like, I can't pay my mortgage. I can't pay this. And I'm just like, you know, everything that you're showing online is like a persona. Like, mm -hmm. and they're not financially like stable or secure. Mm -hmm. M meanwhile, like us, we're like low key and we're all getting by. We're all just fine. And then you, like you, you see these big names who you put on a different pedestal. Mm -hmm. And you like idolize them, and they're they're not doing as good as you think they are. Like exactly, you know, they got GoFundMe's for their mortgage payments and stuff. <laughs> you know, like you know, those are not the people that you should be taking advice from. You know, you vet vet the people you get information from. Check the receipts, stalk them a little bit. You know, um, take everything that you see online with a grain of salt because not a, like listen, you don't even need to listen to me either. You know, I could be full of shit for all you know, right? But the thing is. Uh, anything that you hear on the internet, you know, just take everything with a grain of salt. Sometimes, um, you know, the advice that you you hear and that you see is not worth the it's not worth the paper that it's written on. Yep. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it, right? It's a wrap. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, thank right. you. Oh, oh, oh before what? we do that, we got to plug them. Oh, you got to plug them. Oh, Go ahead. So uh, another fun fact: uh, Richard and Andrea is going to be sharing the stage with us at the Focused AF Summit. This segment is brought to you by the Focused AF Summit. So uh, we can't afford commercials right now. So this, this is the this, best we can do. This is the best we can afford. So, uh, so tell us what you're going to be talking about at the summit. So we're going to be talking about how we keep our clients, our wedding clients, as future clients, and you know, basically like how we become their family photographers, not just photographing weddings, but also everything that comes after. Mm -hmm. And how you guys set that up, the workflow that goes into all yeah, that? Yeah, how we set it up, you know, the things that we do behind the scenes, you know, the mm -hmm. communication, the social media, the marketing, the kind of just keep, uh, have us in our clients' minds at all times when it comes to these special milestones. Awesome. I can't wait. Yes. We could all learn from that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you guys want to watch uh, and listen to their presentation, you guys can join us at the Focus AF Summit. You can get your tickets at focus-af.com slash summit. So on that note... Uh, oh, got... keep in mind. 100... Damn it, Rolando. 100 attendees. <laughs> What's that? 100 attendees and Ben will have a costume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So let's say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so if, what was that, Rolando? If we can uh, reach 100 attendees for the summit... Ben will have a costume on. I was supposed to wear a costume. Oh, that's right. With Marvin. With someone. Yeah. No, so, oh, yes, yes. so Marvin is going to dress up as a Power Ranger and I'm going to dress up as a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> 100. 100 is 100. the magic so, number. So uh, right now we are about, I want to say, halfway there. So, uh, so let's do it. Shoot. Let's Ooh. do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Talk in front of 50 people? Oh, man. <laughs> That's nothing. Nah, that the stadium, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the arena, not arena. It's yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Auditorium. Yeah, the auditorium fits uh, 350. It maxes out at 350. All right, nice. Yeah, but uh, if it's it, nice and dark. If we can get 100, 150, I'm happy. But even 50, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, we just need to change one of these people's lives. Yeah, if we, can, if we can help one person, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's my job is done. Actually, no, I need at least six to pay for the rental. But, uh, <laughs> All right, but six, we, seven. <laughs> seven? Because we want the dinner after. <laughs> so Pizza we get, on. It'll be a uni. Well, I think we'll bring the unis. Everybody, three dollars. We'll bring our unis just in case. Yes, we'll, we'll be in the unis parking lot. <laughs> so we need two unis, right? So you bring your uni and you bring your uni oh, and we'll, we'll make pizza in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah meet us at the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to do. Anyway, I think that's a great way to wrap up the show. Richard Andrea, let us know where people can find you. Um, you can find us at Richard B. Flores. At Richard B. Flores. 
or you know, if you want to follow our chicken journey, Rich B. Flores. <laughs> it's yeah, like Michael B. Jordan, uh, right? <laughs> no, then also we have our newborn account, oh, which yeah. is a newborn <laughs> photography by RBF. Yes, and then Andrea's uh, makeup is a uh, makeup yes. by Andrea AF. Nice. Nice. AF. So go follow them. AF. AF. There we go. AF. All kinds of. Oh, I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I uh, hope you guys will give them a follow. And guys, thank you all so much for joining us today. If you guys would like to check out the behind the scenes, bloopers, highlights, and all that good stuff, you can uh, you can follow us on social media on Instagram at focus.af. You can download this episode anywhere you download your podcasts uh, on Apple, Spotify, Google. Also, we'd love to hear your stories. If you guys got some tea you want to share with us, you got some wedding horror stories, we want to hear those stories as well. You can reach out to us at hello at focus-af.com. Hello. Hello. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. And and on that note, I uh, hope you guys are focused AF. Sure. Yes, sure. All right. We're <laughs> You're Bye. 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 We'll see you guys next week. Adios. Bye. Focused AF is a fun business focused podcast for wedding creatives. Co hosted by award winning husband and wife wedding photography teams, Ben and Karis. And Jen and Ro, where we help fellow wedding creatives with their sales and marketing. With laid back conversations and real talk with some of our most favorite people in the universe. And with that being said, are you focused AF? I am focused AF today. We are focused AF. I think I might be focused AF. (laughs) Welcome to the Focused AF podcast.